hello and hello i am ellie and welcome on back to creator spicy tea the podcast that is dedicated to informing supporting and keeping all the spicy creators both sane and flourishing so today we are back on our four-part series diving into promoting on social media sites we're focusing on the big main form TikTok, Reddit, Instagram, and Twitter. Last episode, we covered my specialty, Reddit, and today we are diving deep into Instagram. And y'all, get ready. This is going to be a bit dense at the beginning because we're diving in deep, super deep into those terms of services. But, 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 Hold on tight because after we break all of those down, we're going to get some awesome information and tips from a creator with a successful Instagram account. But before we jump into all of that, I have some pretty exciting news. Creator's Spicy Tea has grown a bit and now has a Patreon. I'm going to be using that Patreon as a platform to give one-on-one help to new creators or those who are having a little bit of trouble. And I'm talking everything. When I say one-on-one, I mean from forming your basic business strategy to sales psychology to building a menu to promoting everything. I will be there with you every step of the way that you need me as much as I possibly can. So what if you don't need or want one-on-one coaching? I would definitely still check it out. There is going to be a wealth of information that is nowhere else and resources that I am researching and creating that again, won't be anywhere else. I am talking deep research, even downloadable content, everything you could think of that you would need. So definitely be sure check that link in the podcast bio section. I'm going to also add it in the description box of this episode. Alrighty, back into the meat potatoes. Huge reminder, one of the main golden rules of a spicy digital content creation is, we all remember it, 70 to 80% promotion and 30 to 20% creation. Y'all, we have to get ourselves out there to build up our fan base. And to do that, social media is our go-to. So what the heck is Instagram? How is it different than other social media platforms? And how the hell do we use it to promote? So what is Instagram? Instagram is a image-based social media platform where you can gain followers, gain a presence, and then use that to gain revenue. It is owned and regulated by Meta, which also owns Facebook and Threads. It has a ton of features that we can use to promote. But, but first, let's look at the strict and very strictly enforced terms of service. So if we're remembering from last week in Reddit, not safe for work content, totally fine. Switch that completely around. Definitely unlike Reddit, 
not safe for work content or even PG-13 content not allowed at all. But if you're very sneaky and very cheeky, some relatively tame content can slip through. I am not talking nip slips or anything like that. I am talking like bikinis, cheeky shorts, things like that. This is where it's going to get dense, y'all. Stay with me. I promise this is important information. And after we get through this, we're going to go ahead and look at how a successful creator uses Instagram. So I promise it will be worth it to stick it through. I'm going to be doing some quoting directly from Instagram's community guidelines. And y'all know, as always, resources for this is going to be in the description box. Point number one that we need to focus on, and it's pretty wide sweeping. We don't allow nudity on Instagram. This includes photos, videos, and some digitally created content that shows sexual intercourse, genitals, and close-ups of fully nude buttocks, which I haven't heard that word in a while. Big note here, it also includes some photos of female nipples. What does that mean for us in promotion? Absolutely no nudity. And I know it is a classic method of bringing in the interest, but no nipples showing through shirts, things like camel toe, etc. You just can't use it. I know they are not directly specified in that statement, but we have seen them being taken down. Oh, and also obvious lingerie in suggested poses that's going to get taken down too, or it is very likely. So I know what you're thinking here. So many people get away with it on that platform, get away with posting very racy things. So why the hell can't I? Y'all, it is just like TikTok, just like every social media site. The rules tend to be a bit flexible for creators with large followings. So is that bullshit? Yes. Take the risk if you would like, but it can absolutely lead to a strike on your account, which can definitely lead to further consequences, which we will get into. But just trust me, I know how insanely frustrating that is. So for example, I have posted and still have up images of me in a shirt and though it's cropped and you can't see the crotch area, you can clearly tell I am in a thong. That is still up. But an image of me in a mildly suggestive pose wearing full coverage bustier was taken down. So it really is entirely up to Instagram's discretion and there is no way to really know why, when, or what they're going to take down. The absolute best rule of thumb, treat Instagram for promo as you would your personal Instagram. Think flirty, semi-suggestive, but not sexual, not in your face. Okay, that one was pretty wide-reaching, so let's look at how they break it down further. The next terms of service is a damn big one and also one we're going to have to kind of bend and fudge all right let's quote here 
We also allow for the discussion of sex workers' rights, advocacy, and sex work regulation. Here comes the but. We draw the line, however, when content facilitates, encourages, or coordinates sexual encounters or commercial sexual services between adults. Another note they make, we also restrict sexually explicit language that may lead to sexual solicitation. All right, that is a rough hit for us. So what does that mean for us? We can't use Instagram to coordinate or recruit for adult sexual services or activities, including filmed sexual activities. That is one of their terms of service. What that means for us as creators, it gets a little complicated. What if we're on Instagram and we see a creator that we want to collab with? Do not, do not comment or even DM because yes, you guys, they are reading your DMs. Don't set up a collaboration on Instagram. Get your butts to another app, preferably a chat app that is way more private and intensely less regulated. Personally, my go-to is Telegram. I can't suggest it more. So another do not have sexual chats or conversations. I am serious. Those DMs are not between you and a potential subscriber. They are also between you, that subscriber, and Instagram. Yes, Big Brother is watching. Big hit for direct sellers there, right? We can't coordinate a sale on Instagram, so what do we do? Again, get them to a separate app. There are so many pros to getting someone off a social and onto a separate app. And the main one that I have found, if somebody is willing to go to another site for you, they are exceptionally more likely to make a purchase from you. So the rules also very explicitly state, do not ever post content that offers adult commercial services. So what are adult commercial services for us? That's direct selling, that's your OnlyFans, that's your Fansly, you name it. So something that's not going to be tolerated under that policy, your OnlyFans link, your Fansly link, you cannot post that direct link that will get popped. So what do we do to comply with these guidelines? We use a link hosting service or we use our own domain you name it, there are ways to get around that. So remember when it said that sexually explicit and graphic language is banned? Y'all, we got to get creative with our captions. Remember, we want flirty, not necessarily suggestive. All right, here comes another dense part. We're going to read off another section of the terms of services in the adult nudity and sexual activity subsection. Stay with me. This is going to be a lot, but we got this. Do not, do not post visible genitalia, uncovered female nipples, but, 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 popping in here. So many creators and individuals in general have had content removed for just having the silhouette of their nipples showing through their shirt. So 
Definitely keep that in mind. Any images of sexual activity are not allowed, including intercourse, self-stimulation, implied sexual activity, erections, byproducts of sexual activity. I'm talking fluids, all of those things, and sex toys that are actively being used in any part of your body, also not allowed. So it keeps going, y'all. It clearly states that fetish content is not allowed, such as anything dangerous that could lead to harm, bodily byproducts such as spit, urine, and snot, and last note, even audio of sexual acts is banned. That was it, you guys. It wasn't that bad, was it? Those are the terms of service we really, really, really need to focus on. But what happens if we break that rule? What happens if we bend just a little too far? I dug into Meta's transparency page and I looked at their rule enforcements. Y'all, let's dig in. First things first, we're going to just do a really brief rundown on how they detect content or anything that's going to violate their guidelines. So the first thing they do is they have AI programs that are basically looking through the entire damn site nonstop. You're probably not going to get many things by, so just keep that in mind. So that AI program will detect suspicious content. That content is then sent to review teams. Okay, what if the review teams decide you done fucked up? When we break that rule, a handful of things will follow. The first thing you can expect is that violating content will be taken down and you are going to receive a warning in your notifications. If you think that was done in error, this is your time to appeal. And you know what? Even if you don't necessarily think that was done in error, or even if you don't think that appeal is going to work, try it anyway. Instagram uses a strike system to count violations, and too many of these strikes can and will lead to account restriction or even account deletion. So most of these strikes will fall off and aren't counted against you after 90 days have passed, but if it is a severe violation, they won't fall off for four years. But remember, always remember, it is up to Big Brother Instagram and the review team's discretion. So what if you get a strike? Let's chat quickly about the consequences of that and some ideas on how the hell we avoid that. If you get a strike and you have a business account, which, oh my gosh, you need at least a business or a creator account, I'll go over that. If you have a business account, you can be blocked from being recommended in Reels, Explore pages, and the general feed to anyone other than your followers if you get that strike. Next, a temporary ban can be put on your account. This can bring up communication restrictions, such as you can't follow anyone, you can't like anything, you can't post anything, you can't even DM anyone. That temporary ban can last anywhere from a couple hours to 21 days. 
but just keep in mind if it's your first temporary band, it's likely not going to be as long. However, you build up those violations that's going to extend in time. And then we all know the dreaded permanent ban. And that is total, complete account deletion. And honey, you are not getting that account back. It is gone. So we don't want any of those to happen. So how do we avoid these bans? Some quick tips. Don't spam, right? That's including repetitive comments, using bots, sending mass, I'm talking mass amounts of spam-like messages. For example, just sending your link to 100 people at once. Don't do that. And you know what? Something that I didn't even know until I dug in and did this research. Even posting too frequently can give you a strike. The last thing that Instagram is going to look at and be worried that it is spam is performing a shit ton of actions at once. I am talking about mass liking every post you see, mass commenting on every post you see, just all of that in a very short amount of time. So use the platform, be engaged in the platform, but maybe don't obsess over the platform. So tip number two, for avoiding those strikes and bans, follow the TOS. Okay, I do know that is very hard for us, but we'll make it work. Number three, use relevant and not restricted or banned hashtags. Because yes, there are restricted and banned hashtags and using those can get you in trouble. Don't worry, we're gonna go over those a little later. And okay, this is a bit of a controversial note, but be very, very careful with using third-party tools such as schedulers because this can be flagged as spam unless you have a business account. All right, Whew. terms of service over, we made it. We know the rules now. How do we know if we are following the rules. Really quick rundown. There's a section inside of your account settings that will show you your account status. That's also the location where you can appeal any decisions. Uh, quick note, <laughs> if your account has been permanently banned, temporarily banned, deleted or deactivated, you can't access that for the extent of the ban. All right. We know the extensive and strict rules to follow. So how the hell do we use Instagram to promo? Let's go ahead and start with building your profile. The very first thing I am going to suggest and highly encourage is making your account either a business or a creator account. Why? Y'all, there are so many reasons. The first, extended analytics and insights. We love, love, love analytics and insights. Y'all, the way I obsess over these and track my analytics, okay, it might seem a little crazy, but it helps keep me on top of what content performs well and what tends to flop. 
So business account analytics tend to be more in-depth than creator accounts. However, creator accounts do have a very awesome specific feature that shows you how many people follow and then unfollow every day. Another huge bonus of having one of those two account types, you can set up a automated welcome message. This goes out to anyone who tries to DM you. Y'all, this is so awesome for us. We can set up a message that will let the person trying to reach you know that you don't respond on Instagram and you can direct them to your link instead. But wait, what link are we not using? Oh yeah, our direct platform link. Just a reminder. Next huge bonus of having either a business or creator account. In your professional dashboard for both of these types of accounts, you're also going to get access to further resources and tools, including content ideas and further resources to learn more about Instagram and how to use it. Let's look at specifically something for business accounts. You are able to use third-party programs to schedule your content if you have a business account that is awesome. Everyone knows how much of a pain in the ass it is to promo every day. Having that ability to schedule your content ahead of time, phenomenal. But wait, for both type of accounts, you can natively schedule content on the app itself. Here's why that's great and all, but there's a big but. You do have to have a Facebook account connected to the Instagram account you want to schedule for to have this feature. So if you do not want to connect a Facebook account to your promo Instagram, consider that business account and using third-party programs. All right, that's the quick rundown there. So now we have either our business or creator account started. How do we want to build our profile up to start drawing traffic? Let's go through the absolute basics of building your profile. First off, let's talk about our profile picture. What is our profile picture going to be? What's it gonna be? Safe for work, oh yeah, very safe for work. You can make it anything you want, but if you are trying to build a brand and trust and recognition with your followers, I would highly suggest using an image of yourself, like a selfie, but if you're faceless, then you definitely still want your profile picture to be something reflecting the type of content you're going to be posting on that account. Not so terrible, right? So now that we have our profile picture chosen, let's talk about our bio. If we remember back a little earlier in this episode, I mentioned that the terms of services states you can't use sexually suggestive or explicit language. Keep that in mind in your bio. A huge thing too that we need to remember, we don't want to be directly mentioning that we are a spicy creator that will get us popped fast and very easily shadow banned, if not fully banned. Your bio should definitely reflect who you are as a creator, but really focus it on who you are as a person. Easy peasy bio is set up. Let's look at your link in bio. 
there is a feature where you can add one singular link in your bio that will be clickable. We want to add a link in bio, but like I said, it allows one single link. So you're going to need a landing page of some sort that contains all of your links on it. So about those landing pages, there's one very big note I want to touch on here. Let's talk link tree. Oh yeah, because we got some tea about that. It's one of the main link hosting sites that are used by creators. Y'all, Instagram's cracking down. They've figured us out. A lot, a lot of creators have reported their bio being popped, and they're saying there are no violating words or terms in their actual bio itself. But as soon as they removed that link tree, the violation was taken away. You guys know me. I, I researched my face off. I needed confirmation that this was going on. A lot of resources I found are saying Instagram is starting to look at Linktree as spam. So consider other options. There are a whole host of link hosting sites or do what I did. Make your own domain. Use your own domain. I even made my own site. So we have our first profile built. All right, you have your profile picture, your bio, your link in bio. You're ready to go, but wait. Now it's time to make another one. Yep. We definitely have to have two accounts because if that first one goes down, gets banned, anything like that, we're going to want to have a backup that has at least some of our followers already so we aren't starting from ground zero. Our Instagram bio allows us to tag another account, you're going to want to add that second account as your tag in your bio. All right, we have our profile built. We are ready to start posting. So let's ask a wonderful, fantastic creator who has found success on Instagram what they post and how they gain their traction. They did not want to come on the podcast, but they ever so graciously answered way, way, way too many questions. I felt bad sending them all her way, but she is amazing and wonderful and let us know everything. So let's see what she has to say about building her following and success on Instagram. Over Discord DMs, I asked at underscore Venus Sky underscore, that's with two Y's, about her methods. So she currently has about 14.3K followers. So let's dig into the very many questions and her responses. I asked her, when did you start your content creation business? And Venus responded, I started it initially in 2021 on and off, but started putting real effort in in 2022. Oh boy, do I relate to that. <laughs> I think we've all had points in time where we started and then kind of let it slip and then dug back in. Then I asked her, what platforms do you use for advertising, Instagram, Reddit, Twitter? She says kind of TikTok, but she needs to put in more effort there. I get that too. For content, she uses OnlyFans, ManyVids, and Curvage. Then we dig in to the real meat and potatoes. 
about Instagram. And I asked her if she had an Instagram following before she started promoing. And she says no. She says she did have a promo account before this current one, but it got deleted. So that's awesome news for us, right? Because when I started my OnlyFans, because I started once upon a time with only OnlyFans, when I started, I had no social media. I had a Reddit, but that was it. So I had to start mine from the ground up. And it is so awesome seeing another creator had to start from the ground up and had so much success. When I asked her what type of Instagram account she has, she let me know she has a creator account, which remember, we either want a business or a creator account. Then I asked her roughly what her bio includes. And she said her age, that she only accepts people 18 plus, and the fact that she's from the UK. And then, you know, she adds her other pages because you want to tag your second account. She went to mention that at one point, Instagram did flag her bio, so she did have to remove a lot of what was on it. So remember, if your bio gets flagged, your account is basically invisible to everyone but your followers. So if it gets flagged, we just gotta bite the bullet and remove basically anything that could be against TOS. I asked her then about the big question, what kind of link is in her bio? And she says she uses beacons.ai. So that is a Linktree alternative. And I would suggest it very, very highly over using Linktree. And then we were chatting about how long after starting her account, did she start to see her Instagram following grow? And she kind of gave us some good news. She said very slow at first, but after a month, she had gained a few hundred. And then after about four months, she had gained a few thousand. And then what we all hope to see happen, happened to her. She says, then one of my reels went viral and I gained 10,000 in a few days. Can you imagine? Oh, that would be so great. I am sending all of you viral vibes all of you. Then when I asked her, when it comes to promoting, would you say reels, posts, or stories are more important? She had no question about what that answer is. She says, definitely reels. Use trending sounds and post them frequently, and eventually Insta will push them out. Mind you, she made sure to note that is as long as your account is in good standing. She said it only takes one reel to go viral for your page to grow exponentially. She says also staying active on stories is important as Insta likes pages that are active. So she posts daily on stories and she does one or two grid. So that's what's on your profile. She does one or two grid posts daily. She clarified that if she does two of those posts daily, one will be a picture and one will be a reel. So then I had to ask, how often do you post all of those, right? Because she gave us some of that information, but let's get even more. She says daily on stories, usually three times a day. 
And then she says she shares other posts she likes, whether that's other creators or cute cat videos. <laughs> and she says, then I post on my feed once a day, either a picture or a reel. Huge tip that I am so glad she added in. She says she tends to alternate this, which very good idea. Keep it fresh. Keep it interesting. I love it. Then I had to ask a little bit more about reels. When I asked, when you post reels, do you research trending sounds or content and follow that? Or does she kind of go her own way? You guys, I am so excited by her response and I am so excited to share it. She says she has an app called Real Trends, R-E-E-L Trends, that she uses to find trending sounds. And she says on the app, they have a sound of the day and she will usually use that sound and then just put together safe for work clips using a real template. Holy crap, y'all. I cannot wait to dig into that resource. I'm so excited. So then I asked her what type of content that you post. Have you seen the best engagement? And again, reels, reels, reels. She says she gets reactions to her story, but not many replies to question boxes, etc. But she says in reels, she gets a shitload of comments. So that's awesome. And then I had to ask, has your account ever been given a strike or a shadow ban? Surprise, surprise. She says yes a couple times. She further notes to get rid of the shadow ban, she removed the content that was flagged and it was resolved in about 24 hours. All right, the real question, you guys. Do you know the rough percentage or number of Instagram followers that have converted into subscribers? She said it is not a high conversion rate. She says when she had 2,000 followers, she only got a couple, but when she went viral, she says she gained 50 paid subscribers and 800 free subscribers. But she does note that in comparison to the around 15K followers she has on Instagram, she feels it's not very proportional. I then asked her about hashtags, because like I said, there are quite a few that are banned or restricted. And I asked if she knows of any or any tips for us to keep in mind. She mentions that she tends to use BBW hashtags and fat fetish hashtags as that is her niche. So she also mentions that so many tags are restricted. It is best to check your tags before you post them because huge point that she mentions. Even safe for work tags can be restricted. All right, and then what is the rule I yell from the rooftops? Watermark your shit. Watermark everything. Go crazy with your watermark. So I asked her, do you watermark all of your content that you post on Instagram? And she says, yes. She says she does that because she has even had a few of her pictures stolen a few times. I'll say it one more time. I know I am annoying. Watermark your shit. 
And then I asked her, what type of content do you usually post? Is it selfies? And she says, photo-wise, it's selfies and pics exposing her belly. She says, huge note. When she is posting the belly pictures, she has to have her face in the picture or Instagram will report it. And she says for reels, she posts usually full body pictures in her outfits or occasionally lingerie and does cute teasing in it. She does give us a big note about the teasing. Do not touch your breasts even if they're covered as Insta does not like that and it is likely your post will be removed or reported. Remember, we want flirty, cheeky, not sexual, and not suggestive. Then I asked her, do you have a backup account and does she keep it regular? And she says she does have that backup account, but she barely posts on it. Y'all, I do the same thing. I am just as guilty. She does state she plans on posting on it at least once a week to try and keep it a little bit more active from here out. All right. So I didn't mention this earlier, but there is such a thing as shout out for shout out and like for like groups. These can be hugely helpful for creators. So I asked her if she had joined any and if she could explain what those are and how they work. And she says she is in a shout out for shout out group. And it is the one from the Creators Resource Chats Discord, a Discord that I help admin in that is for verified creators only. And basically, she says what they are is a group of creators on Instagram who will post quote unquote flyers, which is basically just pictures or videos that they wish for the rest of the group to use to shout out their page. So she says the shout out is done by sharing the flyers to your Instagram story and adding that person's at. Shout out for shout out. You guys, I can't suggest that more. It is so helpful, especially, especially if you are doing a shout out for shout out with a creator of the same niche, of the same brand, of the same look as you. All right, I asked her, would you say you follow all of Instagram's TOS, Terms of Service, in regards to the content you post and captions, or do you think you fudge some and work to get around them? And I asked her if she does work to get around them, girl, give us tips, right? She says she does follow them. And she says a lot of what got reported on her page were those only belly pictures. She says that isn't against terms of service, but she got reported anyway. And now she is trying her absolute best to follow the terms of service on her main account. But every now and then she might take a risk. The last thing I asked her was, what her biggest piece of advice would be for new creators who are looking to promote on Instagram. And I'm going to read her quote exactly. She said, I would say just be active. Be active posting on your feed and story. Make sure content is good quality, 
use relevant hashtags and be patient. Insta is slow growth at first, but being active on your page helps as well as liking and commenting on others' creators' posts. All right. Thank you a million times over to at underscore Venus Sky underscore. If you want to check out her Instagram, I am going to link her profile in the description box. So some final notes here. Always keep things safe for work on Instagram. I am talking at the absolute most flirty. Interact with other creators. Look out for like for like and shout out for shout out groups. Double check all of your hashtags before you use them. So how do we check? On your discover page, pop over to that search bar, enter the hashtag you want to check out for and look for that follow button. If you don't see that follow button, or if any message pops up saying that hashtag is restricted, don't use it. Definitely use hashtags that are relevant to your niche and brand. And y'all, don't use OnlyFans hashtags, Fansly hashtags. It doesn't bring in subscribers. Do you know what it brings in? Bots and spam. So much bots and spam. When we look at your captions, make sure they are in no way sexual. Final, final, final note to make. As with every single social media site, consistency is absolutely key. Okay, you guys, we have covered the basics on setting up our promo Instagram profile and how a successful creator uses the platform to promote. Again, huge, huge thank you to at underscore Venus Sky underscore who gave us all of this hugely valuable information. This has been long. This has been dense. But thank you so much for sticking with me. If you have any comments or questions, definitely check out that link tree in the podcast bio and pop over to the socials. I know, I know, I just talked about how Linktree doesn't work on Instagram, but yeah, seems to be working fine on Spotify. <laughs> anyway, I would love to hear from you guys. I am going to be linking all the resources that I used for this episode in the description box. On the Creators Spicy Tea Patreon, I'm creating a resource that is going to be listing out all of the banned and restricted hashtags that we need to avoid. Along with that list, I found this awesome resource where you can type in and check the hashtags you want to use before you use them. And y'all, let me tell you, there are some big ones that we would think are safe to use and are not, absolutely not. So if anybody wants to check out that, go ahead and check that link in the podcast bio. This has been Allie with Creator Spicy Tea. You guys stay safe out there, stay sane, and I hope every single one of you is absolutely flourishing.